and welcome to The Haunted Ride. I'm your host, Melissa, and thank you for joining me today. I'm so happy to be back with you guys and doing like a full episode, even though technically, I remember back when I first started the show, I would do this thing where I was like, oh, you know, try to keep it around the 30 minute mark. So that way if someone's driving or whatever, you know, they, they can finish an episode in a reasonable amount of time. And that'll be great. But I wasn't super hard on myself about that. But but I wanted it to be around that point. And then somewhere along the start of the year, like that thought went right out the window. <laughs> so it was good to do the bonus episodes. It really looked like you guys actually like them. And so I just I'm I'm really excited to be able to talk with you guys. And I have some good stories for you. And I have some news and some things to update you guys with. So before we do all that, let's get into our promo, which is by Mr. October. He is amazing. Like, he is amazing. And he just does such a good job. He's so great. So I really hope that you guys enjoy this promo. If you like horror, which, I mean, I guess some people think that, like, the paranormal is scary and creepy. I mean, I think it's scary and creepy. You've heard me get creeped out on the show before sometimes. So it definitely can be that, and it definitely can be like a make you scream at the top of your lungs type of deal. But yeah, if you like horror, like check him out. So here's the promo, and we will get into some stories in a couple seconds. It broadcasts at 1.38 a.m. from the very center of hell. October Pod. Finally. A retro horror show which offers, to bold individualists, a look into the maddening space between nightmare and nostalgia. True horror stories and found footage beyond anything you've tested. October Pod, offered by OctoberPodVHS.com in black and white and color. Caution. To avoid fainting, keep repeating. It's only on YouTube. Only on YouTube. Only on YouTube. Only on YouTube. Stream as much as you can. And we're back. I hope you enjoyed the promo. Like I said, he's awesome, so please check him out. So... Let's talk about some stuff that's been going on. So you guys have heard the the bonus episodes, and those were more recent. And I had started keeping a log of all of my uh, paranormal encounters. Yeah. Getting into uh, the first part of the story. So during the break, <laughs> um, I had released a couple YouTube videos, and one of them was... Both of them were unboxing videos, which let me just preface this with I'm not a professional videographer. I like photography. I don't like video. Really don't like video. So uh, it was weird trying to figure out how to hold the camera. 
And if you were like, you know, a fly on the wall in my house, you would have been laughing your ass off at me because I looked ridiculous trying to hold the camera and do the unboxing video. But while I say that, I had a ton of fun. So if you guys have seen those, um, then this will make a little bit more sense to you. If you haven't, they're up on YouTube on the Haunted Ride channel, and you can get to that from the website, thehauntedride.com, also where you can submit your stories or email them to thehauntedride at gmail.com. But I had gotten two decks. One was the Fountain Tarot card deck, and the other one was the Spirit Animal Oracle deck. Now, I had been insanely like attracted to Oracle decks and Shaman decks. I knew I needed a new tarot card deck overall, but like those two, like I really wanted them. And I mean bad. And I was like, all right, you know, universe, I get it. I get it, spirit guides. Thank you very much. I understand. So I picked up, as a brief overview, I picked up these two tarot card, um, the tarot card and the oracle deck from the most unlikely places in the world, TJ Maxx. And I was really, really excited actually to use the tarot card deck but I just didn't connect with it. So now I get to the Spirit Animal Oracle deck and I am excited. Immediately this deck is like, hello, I'll take your energy for you. And I'm like, thank you. Like it's immediate connection there. There's an immediate connection with the, with the author of the book. There's an immediate connection with the actual drawings. And I just, that deck was perfect. So one of the ways that you can kind of help a deck embrace your energy is by if you have an, another deck that is older or something that you've been using for a really long time and is full of your energy which I do my very card deck you just basically put them in the same area put them in the same drawer put them somewhere where they can be together and eventually the two will get their their kind of like juju going between the two kind of think of it like um it's just like a relationship between two people you know like why people make work friends but then they don't last when they're gone it's kind of like my old tarot card deck is like the original like dude there. And now the spirit animal deck is new and just came in the door and they're now bonding and clicking. They're like, hey, yeah, like we'll work together. Well, you know, we've got this common thing going. We've got this common benefactor. And so it was so great, though, that I did a test because um, one of the other things that I shared in the YouTube video was that I wanted to start doing tarot card and or uh, oracle card pulls for patreon users so just you know do like a quick little poll see what what card comes up post it in the patreon and then say hey does this resonate with you today and that's also like a really good way you know to practice and get used to your cards and all that stuff so to see how this was you know going i i did an oracle spread a quick one and it was my first one. So I was like, I don't know. And I was like, oh, okay. Like it was basically just talking to me a lot about energy and um, transforming yourself and listening to the messages of the universe and things like that and so on and so forth. I said, okay. So then I went to my tarot card, did a quick pull and essentially got the same message. And I was like, you guys are together. You guys are like, oh, this is amazing. So I'm super excited, super excited. Just want to put that update out there. So because we're talking about the spirit animal deck, um, I also wanted to talk about my latest spirit animal 
I'm going to still keep using the word spirit animal because that's what I know the difference between like a power and a totem and all this stuff. I really haven't researched it that much to be like an expert in the subject. Um, so we're just going to leave it as spirit animal. But basically, the latest one I've gotten is a monarch butterfly. I'm not sure why, for the most part, all of my little animals seem to be insects. Like uh, bees, monarch butterflies, uh, spiders, scorpions, you know, things like that. I don't like the thing is, like, I don't like I don't like bugs. So I don't know why bugs like me. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> I don't know if the universe is like, oh, well, you know, it kind of resonates the best with you. If you don't like it, I don't know. Maybe you should change something in your lifestyle. But yeah, so my latest one is a monarch butterfly. And I know this because basically whenever a new totem animal or power animal pops up for me, it just appears in my patio. I'll just, you know, be doing something and kind of, for some reason, just look outside really quickly. And then I just see this little guy like floating around and like, you know, just being there. And it'll, it'll stay in there for a little bit. Now, of course, like any bug can get in there. In other words, it's not really all that strange that a butterfly or a bee or a spider or whatever would be there. But there's a way that it happens. There's the like, noticing it and taking acknowledgement of it, which is what you should do whenever you ask for a spirit animal. If it doesn't appear to you in your dreams or something like that, it will appear to you in that way where, you know, let's say that your latest spirit animal for whatever reason is like a beetle and you're walking down, you know, the sidewalk and you see like a beetle there. Okay, cool. Most people wouldn't think that's much of a thing at all. It'll be something that's repetitious. So, okay, yeah, you saw that beetle on the sidewalk. Then, like, let's say, like, you go to a picnic table, there's a beetle crawling on top of the picnic table. Let's say that you go, you know, to tie your shoe and you put your shoe up on a park bench to tie it, there's a beetle there. Let's say that you're pulling into your driveway, you see a beetle on the ground. So, yeah, beetles are in nature. That doesn't seem that much of a big deal, but you'll, there's a feeling. Like, there's just, like, a feeling, and it's like you, almost like your eyes pop open. Like, you know how they say that, like, when people have been friends for a really long time and then suddenly they kind of just look at each other strangely. It's like they, they are seeing them for the first time. That's that kind of um, thought process or emotion. That's the same thing that happens when you're looking for spirit animals. So that's how I'll know like, oh, great. So today it's a butterfly or today it's this or, you know, and it's not it's my spirit animals don't change daily. It's normally like maybe once a month or so. And I've learned like all the previous ones are still there. It just means that this is something I need to pay attention for this month or this is something I need to do for this like year or something. So they, they all mean different little messages for me at different times, but they are all something that I seem to be able to resonate with and be able to respond to and connect with the best. So getting into actual like, th so this is more of a kind of psychic episode, I guess you would say. So, I can't remember if I told the story or not. I know, I know I've mentioned it a couple times, but I don't think I've told the full story. But actually, all of these are, like, things that happened on Instagram or um, that involve, like, a social platform. So that's, that's really what this episode is about, is all things that, like, anyone would come across, but I came across them, and somehow I magically ended up having experience with. So somebody uh, back when I was 
had not said that, you know, hey, if you want spiritual guidance, you have to use the service because you guys are like bombarding me with messages on social media. And it's actually really beginning to hurt me uh, emotionally. And, and I can't deal with it. And physically. This was the one case that actually hurt me physically. Someone had sent me a message and it was about somebody who they were concerned because they were having an issue breathing, which is a huge concern, you know? Now, when I first got the message, I didn't necessarily completely feel like it was paranormal. You know, I had discussed it. So they had sent me a message after I had discussed the episode in which my mother was essentially cursed by some of our family members. And they had sent a spirit to steal her breath in order to harm her. And I think that was episode eight, uh, You've Been Hexed. So they sent me that message and I think they thought like, oh my God, like what if this is what's going on with that person? Which I appreciate the fact that they thought that, like I really do. But when they were when we were talking, that's just not the feeling I was getting at all. Like that wasn't, that wasn't what had first come to my mind. Um, I did feel the panic, like there was a lot of panic and, you know, I didn't know this person, so I didn't know if it was coming from them, but I did feel a lot of panic. So I'm sitting there and we're talking about it and they're describing the breathing. And at this point I was at my old job and I was sitting there and I'm trying to respond to this person very quickly. And I start having problems breathing. I start having where I cannot get any breath, I feel my heart sort of racing. Essentially, it almost feels like an anxiety attack or a panic attack is really what it felt like. And I had to sit down and be like, I know where this is coming from. So I started experiencing what that person is going through and experiencing. And it wasn't paranormal in the case of where like, oh, it's a ghost that's causing this or it's a ghost that like someone cursed them or something. It wasn't that. It was, they're empathic. They don't know that they're empathic. I didn't really get the sense that they're fully open to knowing. Like they may like dabble a little, but they're not really there yet. And because of that, they have left themselves open and they are getting everyone's information around them. And it is contributing to their own emotions and having the, and making them go through all of these things. And because of that, it is overwhelming them and thus causing them panic. That was it. So yeah, it was it was a little paranormal because, you know, they're empathic and they're having all these emotions going on and they don't know it. And they, you know, they're going to need to do some work and kind of leave the um, ego. Your ego can get in the way of you receiving the messages from the universe. It could get in the way of you from it receiving that advice and being open to receiving it and understanding it and letting that change your life. And affect your life really the way that it's meant to. So if we could just sometimes like take that ego and bring it down a little and just be like, look, I know that I don't know everything. So can you please just help me? Because I really need some help right now. There's no lack of strength in asking for assistance. There's none. It's a perfectly fine, helpful, good, healthy thing to do. Like there's nothing wrong with that. So I think I, I, I did tell the person, I said, hey, you know, I think that they actually, um, as far as for this goes, I think that they should actually see like a physician 
because um, and just get checked out to make sure that there isn't anything additionally causing it because I'm not a physician. I don't know if there's anything else causing it for that person. I didn't feel anything in that moment, but I was just sitting there experiencing the person's panic and their issues breathing as well. No, I wouldn't have necessarily been able to really see if there was something internally wrong with them inside of them. So they should get checked out with a physician. They should make sure that they're okay. And perhaps their stress is so high that, and you know, that's, it's, that's their choice. But perhaps their stress is so high that they do need to be put on some sort of medication to be able to assist them to calm down. And then once they're able to calm down, maybe those empathic things will still be happening, but they'll be able to understand them for what they are a little bit easier. Because, like, look, I love herbal medicine, and no, I don't, I don't like taking medication. That just worked out well for me, but that doesn't mean I'm going to recommend it to somebody else. Like, I can't get in the way of, like, your own beliefs and your own juju and how you feel. So maybe that might help. You know, and maybe if you're having such a hard time being able to accept paranormal, maybe you need to go through a route that is more normal for you, such as going to the doctor, getting a stress test, talking about your panic, how you're feeling, and perhaps getting on a little bit of medication that you take like once a week to see if that helps you be able to deal with the circumstances going on in your life. Stress is a very big issue. One of the things that, you know, there are some paranormal TV shows that talk about this and do a very good job about it. But really, when you're when someone has a haunting, if you ever see them, you'll see that they're very tired. They're very stressed. They're very they're done with the whole situation. They just want it to be over with and done with. And they're scared and on edge. And if you have a negative spirit haunting your house, you are giving them everything they need to continue. And until you like obviously the negative spirit is what puts you in that situation. But like you also have to be able to separate yourself from that. And perhaps that may mean getting out of the house and going on a vacation or going to stay in a hotel room for like three days. Like removing stress from your life and or, or settling stress a little can make a world of a difference, whether it's in the normal or paranormal realms and worlds. Stress affects you in both places. Your emotional health and well-being and mental health and well-being affect you in both places. Another little fantastic story. So I was in a, it was like a psychic support group or something, but it was really more of like a psychic development group for a little bit on Facebook. This was like, so this is what made me leave the group. <laughs> so they liked, they would put up pictures and they would have you go through and see if you could um, get any sort of psychic vision or influences from the photo itself. You know, that's, that's actually really great. If you want to learn how to develop your psychic abilities and how to feel and experience things, because everything is different for each person. In the group, there might have been 50 different comments on that picture, but every single person may have picked up on different things. It just depended on how strong they were, how connected they were, like, things like that. So it's different for every person. I think that we all sort of get to the same kind of end result, which is that we had an experience, but um, everybody had different experiences and that's how it's supposed to go because we're all different people with all different ranges of psychic abilities and also beliefs in what we're willing to see and experience and what we're not and what we're open to, basically. So this particular one was a volcano 
And they were like, there's something in the volcano. Do your psychic vision and see what you pick up. So now I found this out after I, I did mine. But like everyone's like, oh, I see a phoenix. Oh, I see a ghost. Oh, I see a dragon. You want to know what my ass saw? I got an elemental. Now, for people who don't know what an elemental is, which also includes me, for me, an elemental basically just means a spirit and or guardian of a particular element. However, people have different definitions for elementals. Some people say that they're evil. Some people say that they're demons. Some people say they're in-betweens. Like, that they're, they're basically all it really means is they're extremely powerful. You do not piss off a fucking elemental. Like, you just don't do it. Like, don't do it at all. Like, that is one thing that will fuck up your life. So don't, don't fuck with an elemental. Like, that is the best information and advice I can give you. Don't fuck with an elemental. Now, comically, a lot of my spirit guides are different type of, like, little elementals. There, there are elementals in some of the definitions, like, people will say that fairies or uh, golems are earth elementals. So it's kind of like a line in between, like, a physical thing and a more spiritual thing. So that you may, you know, you may walk into your house, see tiny little orbs, and look at the orb and get a vision of a fairy. That means it's a fairy. Um, or you may walk into your house and see everything strewn about and see weird things going on. And it may be a golem. Like there's different and there's experiences um, of these things. If you want to hear more about them, you should listen to one of the podcasts that I incredibly love. This is where the magic happens, where Angela and Ryan do a very good job of talking about fairies and golems and all of these beautiful things. I understand that may be a little difficult for someone to believe or think or, you know, things like that. And that's perfectly fine. I'm not asking you to believe in those things. But I'm just defining that that's what sometimes people believe an elemental really is. Kind of like a borderline mythical creature that's not really all that mythical, can take a physical form, but can also affect you spiritually. So I do my little psychic thing. And I see this, like, at first I kind of get like a vision of like hooves on the ground and then I kind of like look up and it is in the shape of a man but not a man and he's basically covered in um I don't know why I can't think of the, the word for it but when lava rolls over an area and then cools and kind of separates and expands a little but it's not fully cool so you have little pockets of blackness of of the what it basically melted down to nothing and then the lava around it that's what it looked like like homes could like kill you in like one touch like that that was that was what i got and he he had like um his eyes there were no pupils they were just lava ish he had no hair and he was basically just like he spoke to me but it was not in my language so i have no idea where this volcano was but it was not in the U.S. He was not, like, natively speaking English. But I could understand him. And I could respond to him in his language in this, like, vision thing. And what he said to me was, essentially, this is my land. Why the fuck are all these people coming here? And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. We don't mean any harm. We were actually really just seeing if we could see anything here. And he's basically like, yeah, I'm here. Like... That's cool, but no, for real, get the fuck off my land. 
And he, I mean, he said it in a, a nicer way to me. Like, he wasn't a dick to me at all. But that was, that was essentially the message behind it. I said, okay. And I actually, I don't know why, but in my mind, I got like this sort of blessing thing to say to him. And I said it to him. And he kind of like chilled out a little. So I, th- I think, I think it's kind of like, I have, I, again, I have no idea what the, what this thing was. Like, I have no idea. All I know is that the best term possible is an elemental. That's what it looked like. And that he was not from here at all. But I believe that perhaps the, the people uh, of that nation perhaps worship him a little or bring him offerings or give him a blessing. And so why he was mad is because he felt that he was being dishonored and disrespected because we were coming to him repetitively and not leaving him with anything. We were not paying the dues and the respects that the typical people would would pay him. So then when I said the blessing, he kind of calmed down a little and I guess maybe realized that we weren't trying to threaten him and, and really did not mean any disrespect. So I came back and in the group I was like, hey, Swan Elemental uh, apparently doesn't really like that we're all doing this and maybe don't do it. He's pretty pissed off. Or at least if you're going to like, don't fuck with his area. Don't, you know what I mean? Like just pay him respect because he deserves that and he deserves to be honored. And then pretty much after that, I left the group and I left it because again, like the post had said, in this picture, there's something there. Basically, I want to see if you guys can see it too. And it's it's okay to be curious, but like, I don't entirely know what an elemental is capable of doing, but I don't think it's okay to, just for kicks and fun, basically go and invade this like person's space and area and make them feel disrespected because you don't know how they're going to respond back to you. Like, I felt like that was more of a dangerous situation for anyone and everyone involved. Now, again, not everybody saw him. Not everyone did. There were some people who saw other things, but I personally feel like those other things that they saw was because they were not open enough to see him. I don't think that it was that he wasn't there. He was there the whole time. But he was changing and morphing himself into whatever he could for these people who could not fully see him. Example, the dragon, the phoenix. Because nobody ever said that when they saw them, they got a cuddly feeling. No, when they saw them, it scared them and they left. That's what everyone said. So I just felt like that wasn't handled or dealt with the way it really should have been for the safety of everyone else that was there. Now, there was this post on Instagram and I was scrolling through and I saw this room. And immediately when I saw this room, I I did not see it the way that it was. I saw it the way that it used to be. Like this was a real actual place, which I think some of those images had been like seriously doctored. And perhaps that's why like I didn't pick up anything. I don't I don't know why I picked up something from this one. It wasn't even really that I like I felt it was haunted entirely or something like that. Like I didn't pick up a ghost. I picked up the entire way that like that house used to be. Like if someone wanted to restore that house, I could tell you the piano goes over there. No, the piano never went in there. They used to have an easel here. There was this big, beautiful blue vase here. Here was the color of the walls. Here's what they had on top of the curtains. 
I could go into detail about everything that went on in that room. And I was like, whoa. And for some reason, I was just meant to see how this home used to be. And I, I, it really, it blew me away. It was like I intimately knew this house and I knew what it looked like without there being that connection, that relationship there. And it was just, it was very interesting. It was very, it was a beautiful room. And so it took me a little bit to get out of that. And when I got out of it, then I looked down at the actual picture. And I mean, that that room had been abandoned. The window was broken. There were holes in the walls. The wallpaper that was there, you couldn't even tell what color it was. So there was no way for me to know it was blue. But it just... It really was mind-blowing. It was mind-blowing to see exactly how it was set up, exactly how it functioned before. And I really don't even really know why I saw it, just that it was one of those things the universe gave to me, and so I thought I'd share it on here. The last thing that I really wanted to go over, and this is actually kind of going to go into what I learned, so we're actually going to put that in this part of the episode instead of at the end. There's something in my life that frustrates me a lot. You know, I've had my emotions with it over time and dealt with it over time and kind of just let it go. But recently there was a day where I was, oh, I was, I was deep in it. Like I wanted, I wanted to fight about it. I wanted to rage about it. I was pissed. I was so frustrated. There was so much rage that I had. And I was like, I was sitting there and I was just like, what is going on? Like, that's not, don't get me wrong. Like, I can fight and I can be, you know, frustrated and and anyone can have rage. But this was different. It was me, but it wasn't of me. Like, it just seemed like something was amplifying my emotions and I couldn't really figure out why. It took me, and this is actually kind of like a perfect tie around to the beginning of this episode. I, I just the whole day, I was just like, what is going on? It clicked to me why I was even thinking about it. But it still didn't explain, like, why I felt these emotions so strongly. It was insane. And it was ridiculous, honestly. I went and I was just scrolling through Instagram. And I came across this picture. And I wish I would have saved the picture because I would have put it on my social media platforms. Because I think it's really important for people to know. And it was something about, like, basically, it's one of those astrology picture things. And it's like, oh, you know, for this period of time, like, this is going on. It was saying that basically for like the next month or so of your life that you're going to notice a lot of people are being very emotional. You're going to be very emotional and just know that like you have to work through like things that bother you but normally wouldn't like affect you that much are really going to bother you right now. Like those things are really going to hit you so hard and you're going to kind of be taken back by it. Like what the fuck is going on? And I was like, hey, that that just happened to me. And after I read that post from top to bottom... I calmed down almost instantaneously and I remembered something, which was I had done both a tarot card reading and a spirit uh, animal oracle deck reading for the week. And they both said that my emotions were going to be really high for a little bit. And, you know, basically just like to work through them. And, and I didn't really understand why I would say that, because normally like I'm not an, I'm not an overly emotional person. You know, if something bothers me, it bothers me, but I've had to learn to keep my emotions in check a lot, especially because of some of the abilities that I have that I haven't discussed on this podcast yet. And so, you know, I just, I have a lot of patience. I'm a very patient person. 
it's not like me to feel that way. And and it wasn't, you know, my own emotions and my own issue and things like that, but it was weird for that to happen. And so that's what I learned pretty much is what's going on. But I wanted to make sure that I talked about that in this episode so that anyone who hears it knows that if you feel that way, if you if you feel so incredibly in your emotions and you can't figure out why and you can't figure out how to get out of it, apparently that's just the cycle that we're all in right now. So just give yourself some time. Do something good for yourself. Like I've seen it happen a lot in my coworkers lately. Like they're deeply in like their emotions. And now that I've kind of like gone through that scenario, I've been just dropping little hints like, hey, when was the last time that you treated yourself to something today? Like, I know, I know that you like try to do this thing to make you super happy and it didn't work out that well. And it's deeply pushing you down and pulling you down. But like, what was the last time you just took a second for yourself? When was the last time? Like, do you like cupcakes? Why don't you go get yourself a cupcake? Or do you like ice cream? Like, why don't you get yourself some ice cream or get yourself, you know, make yourself a nice dinner. Do something that's good for you. I think this is a perfect time in all of our lives to just treat ourselves. Like, and it doesn't have to be something sweet or expensive or anything like that. I'm a cupcake person and a tea person. So honestly, I'm probably going to get myself a box of cupcakes and a new bag of tea. But I think this is just like a period of time where like you're going to be deeply emotional and deeply like going through things that are hurting you and affecting you right now, especially if your birthday happens to fall within uh, the cancer period of time. Like mine, I'm a Gemini cancer cusp. So my birthday is actually, um, I think next week's episode actually falls on my birthday. Maybe I might be a week off, but you know, just, just take care of yourself and just know that like, yes, you're going through this right now, but just give yourself some time and give yourself some patience and give yourself some care. And also the people around you too. Don't lose friendships or relationships or things like that just because of how high your emotions are going. Like it's not worth it. Like you, you are worth more than that. So also realize when that's coming from you and that it may not be coming from another person or if it is, you know, like it is, but also just walk into those situations with what's best for you and what you need right now and just take care of yourself and treat yourself and be good to yourself, guys. Like you matter. So that's all I have for stories. I know I do have some other little things to talk about. Like we got two Patreon people, two two new patreon people a shout out to melissa uzella i apologize if i'm saying your name incorrectly and jennifer from haunted happenstance who i still can't believe she's a patreon member and i almost killed her when she joined um, and then we also have two new reviews to read the first one is i'm so happy i found this podcast thank you I started listening to this podcast last night at work, and I listened to it nonstop all night, and I'm already on episode 16. <laughs> Holy shit, thank you. It says, LOL, I love it. Melissa, you do such a great job making people feel welcomed and like they're a part of the show with you. Thank you so much. I love your experience stories, and I even love the story you wrote. That, that means so much to me. Thank you so much. Keep up the good work. I'm going to catch up and finish listening until I catch up. I sent in one of my stories, so I think I know who you are. 
And I have a few more that I'll send in later. Yes, send me all these stories. All the stories, all the stories, all, all the time, please. Um, and again, you can send them to thehauntedwrite at gmail.com or you can just submit them on the website, thehauntedwrite.com. And this is from staywoke247. So thank you. And then another review is totally relating. Can't get over how much I relate to Melissa's stories. Good to know the weird things that I have experienced are not just me being a crazy person. Which makes me so happy that you feel that way. Although I hate that you thought you were a crazy person, but I get it. I felt that too, so I, I understand that. If you have ever had anything odd occur but are scared to mention it to anyone because you feel like you'll be judged, then this is your podcast because you're not alone. Keep it up, Melissa. That is such an amazing compliment. Thank you so, so much. It really means so much to me. Um, I also wanted to talk about we have been on a lot of charts lately, so I just wanted to give like a quick shout out to everybody who's listening. We've had people from like, we've been in the United States of America, like, I think we were top. We've been around the 30s a lot, um, normally when a new episode comes out. And then Great Britain, Ireland, Israel, and Malta. Thank you guys so much. Thank you guys for liking the show. Oh, and also Panama and Spotify. Oh, in Australia, it just blows my mind. Like, it blows my mind that people listen to this podcast. It blows my mind that they enjoy it. And just thank you so much to everybody who has been with me and going through all this with me and enjoys this with me and enjoys the different topics and how this podcast is run. And it really means so much to me. I think that is um, everything that I've got for you guys. I know on YouTube, I, I put up the last episode, so I think it runs through maybe the 13th, and then that will be the last, but then YouTube will be as up-to-date as the podcast is, which is an amazing achievement, because I think I've been discussing how YouTube has been out of date since, like, last year, <laughs> so I'm happy that it's up-to-date, and also, you can always turn on the captions because I know I don't have translated documents yet of each episode but at least if that's something that you want to do you can always head over to our YouTube now that it's going to be updated and, and up to date with the rest of the podcast and just read them there and for the most part like I, I went through an episode myself and it made sense like anything that was wrong I don't know how to I think there's a way that you can update the translation if you want. I don't really know how, but at least like it's it's probably like 93% correct. There's like a couple things where like if I said shows, I might have thought I said shoes, but at least until like everything's like up to date and done, I, I'm happy that's something that I can at least offer people as an alternative than listening to the show. And I still have the stories that I need to put up on the blog. Um, so we, we still have some stuff to do and some, th some things we can do to make sure that anyone who wants to be able to listen to this podcast or be a part of this community with me, um, they're able to. And then, of course, we also have the Facebook group, which I think is Haunted Ride Squad. Or just go to facebook.com slash the Haunted Ride and there, it'll say that there's a group for it. We've had some new people come in there. I'm really excited. Um, if you guys want to follow me on Twitter, I'm on Twitter at Haunted Ride, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at The Haunted Ride, YouTube, if you type in The Haunted Ride Podcast, I'll come up. I'll also come up that way on Google, too, 
which is super crazy to me because there are plenty of things called haunted ride but we do pop up so we're there as well but you know guys i hope that you like this episode thank you for being a part of the show with me every week i can't wait to see you guys again in a week so have a good one take care stay safe love yourselves and love others and like we always say especially after last week's bonus episode don't let the ghost get you bye Thank you.